<laughs> Welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. The podcast that is taking you down under. No, do I do it now? Do I sound Australian? No! You sound like you're having a stroke. You, is, are you okay? <laughs> it's the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. And it means I get to spend more time with my granddaughter, Priyanka. Uh, thanks, Daddy. I mean, Granddaddy. <laughs> we are so lucky today because we are joined by the beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, and dare I say trade of the season, Jojo Zaho. We are so lucky to have you here. You are the pork chop queen of Down Under. Welcome. Yes, I am. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. You look cute as a goddamn button. Uh, uh, listeners, uh, if you, um, you you can't see what we see, but we're we're face to face with Jojo Zaho right now, and he's very, very cute. Um, how are you <laughs> how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm I'm just on cloud nine. It's it's a bloody whirlwind. Wow. Isn't it? Isn't it nice that people are finally being nice to you? Because I watched those workroom entrances and y'all are not nice to each Ooh. other on Down Under. <laughs> it was different. Uh, about? It was different from USA and it certainly wasn't Canada's drag race. It was kind of like the knives were out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah. Is that normal in the Australian or New Zealand or over there? That oh, absolutely. Y'all just take each other down? Absolutely. It's It's all about... It's kind of it's all about taking the piss out of each other, basically. Like, there's like the shade is there, but the love is just as present as well. Like, we all just it's just giving a, a jab in the ribs to your mate, keeping them humble. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's crazy. I've never been pissed on, but I'm hoping that one day you'll piss on me. <laughs> <laughs> the day's not over yet, Priyanka. Keep hope alive. Now, I've worked with a lot of Aussies, and um, my dear friend. Tony Collette, um, told me that the national character really was about taking the piss out of things. Like, it's really like nobody takes each yeah. other seriously. And if you're a pretentious queen or if you or if you put on airs, there's enough Aussies around that are going to keep it real and take you down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go absolutely. over the fabulous. Let's go over the fabulous, fabulous entrances that we had this week and where we got to see uh, uh, Down Under Drag for the very first time. I love workroom entrances like there is nothing like it in the world jojo you watched the episode you were there who were your favorite workroom entrances and who were your least favorite um my favorites would have to be uh karen's nine to five moment i thought that was adorable adorable um art simone's costume is like very on brand like it's just quintessential art um look i didn't <laughs> I didn't <laughs> hate Electra's. <laughs> I just wish that her little tail was longer. Like the princess sleeves are massive, and then she's got a bib. Like, oh yeah, it should yeah. have been as as it should have been as grand as the sleeves. Like, come on, give us that princess Diana twenty meter train. Right it, at this, so it's, it was about proportions for you. It's kind of the bar has been yeah. set so high. We talked about this last week that in Drag Race, everybody's bringing their best drag and often kind of like bringing in designer looks. So the bar's been set very high. Yeah. I did like Art Simone's paint I dress. Mean... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I have something to say because I like to build a storyline. So, like, if for my entrance look, I'm not going to come in and blow my, like, most expensive gown. It's, like, coming too early. It's not fun for anyone. So I like that when I, you know, 
I, when I came into the workroom, I wore black thigh high boots and a swimsuit bodies. Everyone was like, what is she wearing? But I was like, this is what I would normally wear at, at the bar in Toronto. And I wanted to like the people that used to watch me at the bar, see me in something they've seen me before. And then as I um, felt like it was important to look like, you know, how people used to see me. So did, did you have to, did, did, did you put that into your look as well? Like what was your inspiration for your workroom entrance look? So my look, like and like you said, the bar is set so high. Like it's you've really got to like stick your head down and try and figure out how to like top each other season. And there's so many seasons before you. So with mine, I wanted to kind of go with because um, my aesthetic is somewhat of a of a housewife. Um, so I wanted to give you like a housewife silhouette, but show you that she's a hoe underneath while also representing the indigenous flag color. Oh, I love that! And yeah, you mentioned that you are that. pure Birapai and Moraway. And that was like so exciting to hear. Did I pronounce that correctly or did I completely garble it? You got the first one right, but the second one wrong. Mora Y. Alec being offensive? I'm shocked. So it's Waramai. Waramai. Oh, I got it mixed up. Oh, forgive me, everybody from the Birapai. Waramai, indigenous people. No, I mean, that's such a, for us as Americans watching us, for the American audience, that was such a, a an important moment for us because we aren't we don't learn a lot about the indigenous culture. And in the first episode, for you to bring that, I thought was super super important. Can you tell us a little bit more about that culture while we have you here? While we're lucky to have you here today. Yeah. So so that was one of the main things that I wanted to showcase because you know everyone kind of has a rough general idea of um, of. Uh, Canada's First Nation people, of America's First Nation people, but not a lot is super well known globally about Australia's First Nation people. So I was like, okay, well, I've been given a, a unique opportunity. I've been given the world stage and I plan to make a, a statement straight out the gate. Wow, it was lovely. That's what drag is all about, Hanny. Yeah. It's about wearing yourself on, in your clothes. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Now, Let's get to this mini challenge. What did you yes. think of the mini challenge? Oh, Reading God. cue cards for Rue's new superhero movie, Thar. Thar. Oh, seriously. Thar. Um, Thar. <laughs> what did you think of doing that, Jojo? Uh, it, was, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready for it, hence why I kept just saying that I'm mad. Because I'm like, shit, say something else, you idiot. The first episode is really like being shot out of a cannon. And it seems like, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to present you either with a, a, a really challenging challenge to kind of like see what you're made of right away. Like on, on Canada's yeah. Drag Race, where they had you all uh, climb that snowy mountain at the very beginning or in several of the Over American the Drag fan. Races, where they dumped them <laughs> oh, into like a, a swimming tank at the very beginning. So is that what you felt the first time? Just kind of getting up in front of everybody? Yeah. And like... It's RuPaul's right in front of you. It's no one else. So it's like all eyes on you. It's like, okay, well, she's staring at me. Fuck, I could do something funny. <laughs> um, and that's what it was like. And and then you have to, to read the script and you're like trying to read it while also putting in all the mannerisms. And like, they don't show up, but I stuffed up so many times because I'd read it, like say the word normally instead of putting in the, the emphasis on the, the TH sounds and the lisps with it. <laughs> Oh, it was the weirdest thing ever. Well, the win, well, the winner of that challenge was Electra Shock. Yes, she went full Terminator. <laughs> Electra Shock. She really kind of like went bananas first time out of the gate. Yeah, absolutely. That hair. It was the <laughs> hair for me. 
The hair. It was the hair for me. It was one of those things where, like, you look at somebody and you just say, that's not nice. That's not good. It's not good. And then we all, even as the viewer, like, the winner's electroshock, all of us around the world were like, oh, my God. Is anyone seeing the wig? Can we get a can we get a cleanup on the wig? Did everybody did anybody else feel that way? I'm stepping in. Um she did bring the performance. She brought the energy which eclipsed that thirsty ass wig. The the wig was kind yeah. of like, oh, it's kind of like yeah, I it, it and again, that's that thing about like the bar has been raised. You can't just come in with a shake and go anymore. It's not enough. No. And I think what she tried to do was, I think she tried to tease it to give it a bit of volume, a bit of height, and it just ended up kind of looking, um, what's the word, ratty. Yes, she tried to tease it, but she just pissed it off. So she ended yeah. up winning. Um, again, everybody's kind of like shot out of the cannon uh, right away. What was your very first challenge, Priyanka, in your show? Uh, it was the mountain with the snow, and I had to run up the thing with the pole. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. It was. It was it was shocking because they didn't tell us that, that the wind machine thing was going to go on. So I was like, oh, my. And you just feel like you're dreaming. Like, it's it's not real. Like, you just yeah. walk, you woke up really early to get your makeup on for that day to walk into the workroom. And then all of a sudden you're running up a snowy hill. And all of a sudden you're on Drag Race. And all of a sudden you're a Drag Race girl. And all of a sudden, like, you're in the workroom. And all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's like it's a law. It, yeah. I, I almost, I almost kind of, like, forget it. Like, Jojo, would you say that it's almost like you were, yeah. like, it was numb? Like, like you're it numb? Was- it was very like that, like numb, but it was it was like I was watching an episode through a VR headset. Yeah. Like like I wasn't <laughs> yeah. actually there and I was just watching an episode where they like give you a sneak peek behind the scenes. Like it didn't feel quite real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing that I love about being a contestant on a reality TV show is that, you know, you do have bonds with a lot of people and you kind of like, you know, you look around the room and you're like, oh, that's my, my girl. Is there anybody in particular that you really got close to during your time there? Um, so I really got, I really got close to, uh, Coco, um, Art as well, because Art and I worked together. Um, but Coco was one that I didn't really know going in, but I got really close to her towards the end. Okay. I love that. I love it. I love it. A couple of the girls mentioned that Art Simone is kind of well known in, in Australia. Is that, is that through social media, through live performances? Um, it's through 10 years of busting her balls. Wow. (laughs) Um, so yeah, she's, she's. She's just a well-rounded, well-known queen. Like she's everywhere. She's she's hyper-polished. She's weird, creative. Like she's very wombatty in the sense that she just does whatever the hell she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really, you really try and find reasons to hate her, but she's nice. Too. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> now, is yeah. in in Australia and in New Zealand, I I've never been. What is the drag scene like? Is there one central club, or is there a bunch of little clubs that you all kind of do the circuit? Um, so there's like clubs in every state, but um, six of us on the show actually worked for the same festival over the past three years. Wow. So me, uh. Karen, Anita Wiglet, Kidamine, and now Etc. all work for um, a Broken Heel Festival, which is a Priscilla Queen of the Desert tribute festival. Oh, wonderful! And you know, I fly down to Melbourne, and I work. I work with Art from time to time. I work with Etc. like at least twice a month because she's only two hours down the road. But yeah, so there's plenty of places that we kind of work together, and sometimes we don't. But the thing about Aussie drag is that. Like, it's just, it's a lot of fuckery. It's camp, it's comedy, it's mm-hmm. stupid. We, it's very tongue-in-cheek. 
We got that from we got what I got from the the pilot episode was there's a lot of like it, it's physically big. It's very it's very like every girl's a showgirl and every and everything's in Technicolor. It's kind of it seems as if Ozzy Drag is kind of like there's there's not a real realness queen. There's not a real there's not yeah, yeah like there's not a like as far as I knew, Scarlett yeah. Adams was the only one who was kind of presenting as like a fashion look queen. Everybody seemed to kind of present themselves as an entertainer, which I kind of got yeah. from British drag race as well. And that's very much what we are. Like at the end of the day, we're men in dresses playing dress ups and and making money off it. Yeah. So so it's 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 you know, go big or go home, basically. The bigger the tits, the bigger the hips, the bigger the hair. I love it. I love it. I love that so much. I love your accent. I could listen to it all day. (laughs) Let's go into uh, the first challenge, which was very exciting and very kind of, like, cool. Um, There was the Born Naked Cal... uh, Sorry. There was the Born Naked Challenge, was the very first challenge, and uh, you all had to create a nude illusion. Uh, first yes. up, we had Anita Wiglet and our in our looks, and she did kind of a Garden of Eden thing. Oh. Uh, Anita Wiglet's kind of reminded me of Poison Ivy from um, Batman, the Batman series. But here she's, like you said, she's kind of like an entertainer. It's kind of burlesque, and it's very, very camp. She's like Eve in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. You'll find with Anita that she came out of the womb doing jazz hands. <laughs> like, she's just naturally camp and high energy. It's like, someone get her a Xanax real quick. Somebody get her a Xanax. I love that. And I like that she kind of looks is. like Ichabod Crane from the Walt Disney cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally my type. Um, what did you think of her look, um, Pre? I liked it. I, I, I just think that um, it's hard to get like a nude illusion to match your nude illusion properly. Like she looks like she's just wearing a white cat suit with green on it. But what I will say is this is in person. It could look close to closer to her skin tone. The lighting could have fucked her up or the coloring of the TV show. Right. So I won't judge. I won't judge. But she looks beautiful and okay. gorgeous. Next up, we have Art Simone. Okay. So can I talk about this look for a second? <laughs> It so, sounded like you were wrapping up, so I was taking the the cue. No, 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 no. I meant no. Talk about talk about Art Simone's look for a second, because on her nude illusion side, does she look like Valentina out of drag? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Like JoJo, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, just, yeah. Because I was sitting across from her uh, the whole time we were getting ready, <laughs> and internally I was like. Someone get her a little crown. <laughs> but yeah, at like just a very white version. <laughs> a very white version of Valentina. Her look was incredible. Top to bottom, amazing. No, no issues. Talk about polish. I mean, she has this, yeah. she has that um, exoskeleton. At, you know, this is like one of those things that on, on paper, it looks fantastic. But unless it's executed um, perfectly, it's just not going to mm-hmm. work. And she did it. It was really, really great. Next up, we have Coco Jumbo, who with her nude illusion, she had kind of like uh, great big eye pillows and a big um, mouth pillow over her coochie. So, Jojo, what do you think about this look? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, No, I didn't mind it. When she first came out, um, and like no shade, I was like, okay, she's like giving you like uh, Mrs. Potato Head fantasy with the clip-on eyes and the clip-on the clip-on earrings and the clip-on mouth. 
Um, and I lost my shit when Michelle thought it was calamari. I was like, girl, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of calamari are you eating? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Um, wasn't, wasn't up there like with the best, but you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Like I think, I think it, it, I think I like it, but then I think I hate it. It's one of those looks that's just so interesting to look at, which is why I think yeah. I'm obsessed. Cause I can't And she's stop so beautiful. It. So it's like, oh, okay, her face. Well, like, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Now, um, I think that if I saw this in a club, I would be like, that's fucking hysterical. And I would spill my drink and order yeah. another. Alec, what are you even doing at the club? Elders aren't allowed. <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot. I'm a guest today on your podcast. I forgot. Sorry. Um, Coco Jumbo, I would like this. I would like it to be elevated a bit more. I think I think I think um with the eyes and the lips it kind of reminded me of those Marco Marco dresses like the one that uh Gottmik wore um that had eyes on it and if just because of the shape of the eyes but if it's Mrs. Potato Head with the earrings and the eyes and it's it's funny I would just like it to have been stepped up a little bit more You know up next we have Electra Shock and we got to talk about this hair because she took that that she took she she took she she, 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 she's having a stroke. I can't even talk about it. I'm trying to make a joke about like her ugly bang that's now jacked up but I can't find Uh, the joke. Okay. I'm sorry. She came out with a bad bang and now she has this wig. She came out with a bang and and now I want to get banged. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's your punchline to everything by the way. Yeah. My punchline's always like, fuck me, somebody, please. Like 7-Eleven, <laughs> yeah, open always. 24-7. <laughs> My taquitos are always, like, on the warmer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Does that mean I'm full of old cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uh, up up next, we have... Two, are we moving on? Yes. I forgot. <laughs> Okay. Up next, we have etc. etc. No, we were talking had... about Electra Shock. You didn't even discuss Who? her look. Did you have oh. a stroke? Who cares? I'm kidding. <laughs> Electra Shock. No, I'm just joking. I don't even know Electra Electra Shock. Electra Shock came out in the kind of uh, tribute to Rue. The football. The football. You know, with uh, yeah, Ru- RuPaul used to do kind of like a whole gender fuck thing with the football shoulders and everything. Um, thoughts, thoughts, feelings. This is a I safe loved space. It so much. I liked it. You know, I liked it as well. Cetera, et cetera, looked like a supermodel who was in a car accident. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Like, it was a beautiful message behind it. Which was? It was beautiful. Oh, um, it, it was. It was all about um, about uh, transitioning from from being uh, the gender you were assigned at birth to what you feel inside you. So it was all about um, post op and pre op. Uh, transitioning. Mm. I didn't get that right away. I just got car accident. <laughs> I mean, it works. What'd you think, Prey? You know what? This look is gorgeous. I have nothing else to say. The silhouette's beautiful. The gloves, the hair, the face paint, the boobs. I, I like. I, it's top to bottom amazing. You know what it is? It's kind of like, even if I didn't understand it right off the bat, I kind of really got a sense of who she was. In, in the look that she was bringing to the runway. And that's what yeah. you want to get on the very first um, uh, episode. Now, coming up next, we have the fabulous JoJo Zaho. Have you heard JoJo Zaho? Now, walk us through Jojo? this JoJo? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> okay. So, 
the plan was to go with a very um, tribal ceremonial um, uh, kind of aesthetic. Um, and I was going to have a ceremonial body paint on it. But uh-huh. I didn't get around to learning it and I didn't feel comfortable just slapping it on. Right. Because it's one of those oh, things yeah. that I haven't learnt yet. So I kind of shot myself in the foot by just not having enough time to learn it and putting it on. And it was one of those costumes that's like, yep, I'll get to that, but I've got to like sew this first and then this one. I'm like, that one's already done. I've just got to paint it. It'll be fine. And I just ran out of time, to be honest. Oops. Yeah. See, yeah, that yeah. happens. You bring stuff to Drag Race and realize that you're just too stressed and it never happens. I totally Yeah. Can. I mean, you look terrific in this. Oh, and your new delusion matches your face. Like, this is yeah, good new yeah, delusion. It lines up. I literally had to fly to Melbourne to find fabric to match my skin. <laughs> it looks amazing. Well, you look beautiful. Thank you. Moving on uh, to Karen from Finance. Oh, I fucking loved it. Loved it. I love her. They're like, so they're fun. Like the, the old lady that's like, she's like too brown, like really... It reminds me of um, something about Mary. You know that old lady uh-huh. with the... Oh, my God. The, yeah, like very that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. As soon as the bra came off, I was like, oh, you shriveled bitch. I love you. Yeah, and I yeah, love that it was... Smart girl. It was a story in three acts. She came out in this yeah. kind of nude illusion suit with a, with a, with a sunny cover-up, a floral cover-up, and then she revealed the bikini underneath, and then she revealed her boobies, and then she revealed her, her bright yellow bush at the very, very end. So it yeah, was, it was like kind it of was a, story time. Oh, yeah. It was a look that just kept on giving. Uh, next up, we have Kid Amin, who is nude uh, and covered in cotton balls. Yeah, she does love fluffy balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who doesn't? Like hairy balls? like Fluffy balls. <laughs> this kind of reminded me of an ice skating costume. Like something that Tanya Harding would wear. This is like, this is like, this is like, this is, this is, this, the hair is beautiful. <laughs> Are you drunk? You're fucking drunk. Uh, you're altered today. I wish I was drunk. You're giving us full Paula I'm Abdul so- American Idol season eight. <laughs> I, I feel like oh my God. at any point you're going to, first of all, let's talk about the background. You're like, you're like broadcasting from a tenement there's like boxes of shit in back of you it's like you look homeless what's wrong okay here's the thing nothing is wrong i had a photo shoot all day long i've been working my ass off season two of canada's drag race is around the corner i'm irrelevant now no one cares You know what? All that matters is I'm having a good time. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) So, Kidamine with the cotton balls, what'd you think? Hate. You hated it? Hey, wait, no, no. Oh, my God. You know, my mom always told me that she has a favorite child, and I'm not her favorite child, so I think that this is how my mom sees me. (laughs) Oh. And now I want you to be stoned for every single show, please. I'm loving I don't, this so I haven't much. smoked weed in years. This is the weird thing. The last time I smoked weed, I hallucinated in, in a park, so I'm not even high. I mean, maybe, maybe I need a drink. Next Something's up, we up. have Maxi Shield. Maxi Shield did a nude illusion where she did kind of like a see-through trench coat. Um, she said that was kind of her tribute to Madonna. Thoughts? 
I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I loved I it. I thought it was a really, really great take on a new delusion. It was something that nobody I, I would have have never thought trench coat for new delusion ever. Yeah, and like the whole thing, like you, she looks naked underneath it, but you like. I, I just came together really well. Like, okay, like now rip it open and show us that coochie. And her neck has to hurt. Those boobs are heavy. Boobs are heavy. Yeah. She, and she's not wearing a sports bra, so you know that's going to be heavy. I, I love that she knows her proportions. Yeah. She knows her body. She knows how to build the proportions. You can be a big girl and yeah. look fucking fabulous. And she brought it. Are we ready for our next contestant on our on our fine yeah. program? Yeah. Scarlett Adams, who uh, did a nude illusion in a full body suit, which ruptured backstage. So she kind of did this kind of lingerie thing, and she sewed up the thing on the side, and it looked like she'd had surgery. Yeah. So that had to be hand-stitched before we went on. Oh, no. That's the worst thing to happen. So they were putting it on, and uh, someone's nails got caught in it, and it just ripped, and she just went around. Another queen's? Another queen's? Um, no. You can't um, say, you can't say, you can't say, you can't say. Okay, good. Yeah. It was you. It was you. It was We're going to cut it out anyways. JoJo's a whole ripped it out. It was you. She said, she went, whoops, and it was like a showgirls moment, and she clawed right through it. I'm so sorry, you guys. Cut a bitch. (laughs) But she pulled it off because you didn't even see, you you didn't even see the back. No, you barely noticed it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're more focused on the grilled ham cheese between her thighs. Was it grilled? It didn't look grilled. There was a lot of detail. I am definitely gay. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm happy. I'm happy that you joined us today on the podcast to confirm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up with the hometown looks. The theme was no place like home. Anita Wiglet from um, um, New Zealand uh, came out dressed as 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 lamb chop. She's like a little lamb. Like a, a, I thought it was, I like yeah. the proportions. I like the little, um, the horns on the side. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I liked it. It was cute. Jojo, what did you think? No, I loved it. And it was very cheeky as well. Because I don't know if you guys know, but like the rivalry between Australia and New Zealand, um, they have a lot of sheep over there. And so a common, like a rip at New Zealand is, is quite often referring to them mating with sheep. So I thought I was like very on brand and tongue in cheek and kind of like outside the hometown, like, oh, I'm going to go as a sheep. Fuck them. Oh, that's like, hilarious. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Art Simone. Um, Pre, I love this look because it was like a wow. whole bunch of different looks as well. And they were all well done. Yeah. She kind of came out with a capelet with her arms coming through and then the capelet came off. It was re- reversible. It kind of reminded me of that moment of Violet Chachki where she kind of like mm-hmm. reversed the... Um, the fabric, and she was in an entirely different outfit. Yeah. I love it. I loved it. It's a great way to start your first episode, Art Simone. Good job. Coco Jumbo came out as a lady gorilla. <laughs> okay. I wanted to hate this, but I kind of loved Why? it. Like, I wanted to... You know there's that video of that gorilla pulling the three-year-old girl into the... <laughs> you know, I wanted to be the three-year-old girl. You want you wanted her to drag I wanted a baby to be that girl. around a pond. Ugh. I wanted to be the baby being dragged around the pond. Is that too much to ask for? I've got nothing against lady gorillas. Um, I'm a, I'm an animal lover, but it oh. just it just seems like she has a drag face and kind of a furry costume on. The the waist isn't cinched. I mean, she's not like a a lady gorilla. It's just kind of like you have a gorilla outfit on. It just again, I wanted it to be elevated a little bit. Am I asking for too much? 
Am I asking yes. for the moon? No, I'm kidding. You're not. You're not. JoJo's a hoe. Thoughts? Am I alone in this thinking? Absolutely not. Um, and one of the things that when she initially put it on, I was like, girl, we are brown. Why are, we, why are you dressing like a monkey? Stop it. Stop it. Um, and like, I get it. Where she's from, there's like a 30 foot like banana um, that's like on display. It's like a tourism attraction. The All big right. Banana. You had me a 30 foot um, banana. Yeah. Like it's beautiful. Um, and so I got the reference, but at the same time, I was like, I loved the look, but cause she had like an, I think it was an ab plate, like a monkey ab plate on her stomach. And it just kind of like gave her a very rectangle where she's normally all about the curves and the swerves. Do you remember when Ellie Diamond in Drag Race UK came out as a seagull and she was a lady seagull? Yeah. Or when um, Simone came out as a fox and she was like a lady fox? I kind of like wanted her to go in that direction. Yeah, and the thing about the, those two looks is like the proportions were still built. Like Because the thing about doing an animal costume is we're used to seeing the, no, the shapeless version that you get at the At Halloween Party store. City, so, yeah. So... Yeah, and I know she's padded, and I know she's bodied up, but like for a costume like this, she just have to go extra, extra, extra. extra. Uh, moving on, Electra Shock. She came out in like ten different costumes. She has this thing with the hearts all over it, this white sash moment, this gay pride shawl, and then a whole bunch of jewelry. So I just want to say something. Well, that, that's it for today's episode. No, I'm kidding. So, Electric Shock's look. <laughs> I um, think there's I, a way to be critical and a way to be, uh, you know, way to way to speak about these looks constructively. We are going to have every single queen from Drag Race Down Under. I cannot wait. This is so I'm exciting. So excited Jojo, we're so excited to have you here. And, oh, thank and again, you. I'm to, fucking living right now. <laughs> to, again, to have everybody, uh, you know, in the States and worldwide listening to this podcast uh, is, is, you know, for you to have this platform is so exciting. So, Constructive criticism, for me, it's kind of like the ideas were there after she explained it on the runway, because obviously I don't know anything about her hometown. I got it, but it wasn't cohesive. It was too many things happening Mm. at once. Yeah, and and that was my thought when she put it on. When she explained it, I was like, okay, that's beautiful. I get it. Representing Maldi culture because there were no Maldi queens there. Thank you. Um but before that, I, I had no idea what was going on. Like, there, there, there's like five or six different kind of looks in it. Like, again, if I saw yeah. this at a club or at Pride, I'd be like, yay! But again, it's it's Drag Race, so let's elevate it. Edit. Coming up next, we have Etc. Etc. I like this. It's kind of like so, this um, silver bodice thing with, with, a, with, a, um, with a train and kind of a, a blonde wig. Etc. Etc. This look is very pretty. I loved it. Looked like a a leaf, a walking praying mantis. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was very glamorous, and I liked the proportions. Jo- uh, Jojo, any thoughts? Oh, absolutely beautiful. And I understood the reference, like the the triangle. It's it's something significant to Canberra. It, we, it's a weird, weird capital city. It's all built around geometric sh- shapes. It's very culty. Um, so I liked it. <laughs> Oh, see, that's why we needed you for the cultural what references. What a description. <laughs> it's very culty, so it makes sense. <laughs> well, no, Canberra is culty. Canberra is culty, the capital city that she was based on. But her outfit was gorgeous. <laughs> oh, I love that. No, it was gorgeous. Okay, up next, we have you, the one and only you. It's all about as a hoe. Walk us through your look. Um, so I wanted to give you, like, First Nation royalty with a with a easily recognizable kind of 
Marie Antoinette silhouette. Um, and again, I like to, so the colors of the um, Aboriginal flag, well, the Australia's First Nation flag is black, yellow, red. And quite often you see a lot of just like flag dresses. So I like to incorporate the colors in more subtle ways and, and, and try and get creative with it as best as I can. Yeah. So you had it in your hair and you had it in the bodice. And I love this ruffle around your neck. That to me says royalty. And then you had that statement yeah. in the back. You had the um, you had the flag in the back with the message painted on it. And what did it say again? It said First yeah. Nation. Uh, always was, always will be, um, which is a shortened version of always was uh, First Nation land, always will be First Nation land. And... I, I fully understood that the international audience might not get it. So the hopes there was that they'd Google it and then they'd kind of like start to learn about it. Yeah, it's about creating the conversation. It's it just exactly yeah. what you did, which is amazing. You should start the conversation. Kids, if you don't understand something, Google it. The internet should make yeah. you smarter. Yeah, it's 2021. You have no excuse for being dumb. No excuse for being dumb. We have a, a, a bunch more looks to come up. We have um, Karen from Finance, which I really loved. Um, she, again, she tells a full story with everything that she brings. I, I saw a drunk lady going to the races immediately. Yeah, literally. Drunk white girl. You know that she's going to like lay in her own vomit at 3 p.m. in the afternoon after she's lost $20,000 on a bet. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine that lifestyle? Whoa. But the proportions Very are, you Melbourne. know, having said that, apart from the story, the proportions on everything are absolutely wonderful. She has a, a fascinator on it. She has this geometric dress. Everything's put together really, really well. And toilet paper on yeah. a shoe is always going to be funny. It was those little details that I absolutely loved because we were like lining up and she's like, like, I thought she was trying to get it off. But no, she was super gluing toilet paper to her shoe. Love that. Details, details, everyone. Next up, we have the special K, Kitamine. Now, what walk us through this cultural reference, will you? Because to me, to us, you know, I'm not from there, so I just see a black and white dress with a tree on it. So that uh, is a homage to the New Zealand All Blacks, which is the their national football team. And it's also homage to, um, to their kind of, um, I don't know, like their second flag. So they've got their, their national flag, and then there's um, the, I think it's just black with um, a, nat- a plant on it that I'm, I'm not quite sure of. Yeah, but so was, yeah. I get it. It's kind of like a, a gown version of the New Zealand blacks. I am familiar with them because yeah. they're super, super hot, and they're the ones, right. Priyanka, uh, who do the haka, the Maori cry at the beginning of every game, and they're just, it's like, they're all gorgeous. I have a question. Um, in New Zealand... Is football football or is football soccer? Football's football. Um, and soccer's soccer. Wow. That's it. Moving on, we have Maxi <laughs> Shield. <laughs> Maxi Shield Maxi came out as a Shield. prawn. Maxi Shield looks like she's wearing a Maxi pad. <laughs> she looks like she's um a, like from uh she's like uh Ursula's cousin in Little Mermaid. Like she's like a, another an, a, another another sea witch uh from under the sea. Pokemon. Uh, uh, again, as as uh, I like that she knows her body and she really kind of brought the proportions with this. It's very funny. And I again, I don't know anything from her hometown because I'm an ignoramus, but I immediately understood that it was about seafood. Again, it's the same as um, as as Coco. So where she's from, they have a giant like 20 foot uh, prawn kind of statue that's very touristy oh, okay. attraction 
So yeah, so um, all over Australia, we have like giant landmarks. You've got the giant, you've got um, the big ram. Um, further down south, you've got the big banana and the big prawn. So I'm, yeah, I'm it was getting a play that there's a that. lot of the you're really into big landmarks down under. We are size queens. Wow. But what if it's not big enough? We send it to New Zealand. <laughs> you can always build a bigger <laughs> one. Last up, Scarlett Adams came out as a black swan. Um, she had this uh, very kind of pretty black swan dress, which was uh, asymmetrical. It came down on one side. Again, it looked like an ice-hitting dress to me. The proportions are really great. She has a tiny little body. And I liked her little um, black swan puppet. Yeah. It was super cute. <sighs> no kidding. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm just fucking with you. Um, I... you're, you're on another planet. I you love Feel today. free to join the conversation at any time. We have somebody <laughs> calling in internationally. But, you know, you're just... I love it. I just feel happy and pretty and sexy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, This look, I really loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, honestly, can I tell you the truth? Can I tell you the truth? Yeah, just just fucking talk. Just tell us what you think. It's not that I hated the look. She looks really pretty in it and and whatever, okay? Like, blah, 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 blah. You get it. But... There's just something about wearing an animal head on your hand that reads a little fucked up. Why? Is it like too much like the Muppet Show? Like, why are you sticking your hand up this swan's ass? No one asked you to do that. <laughs> it's not literal, pre. No, but Alec, Alec, Alec. Okay, so apart from the puppet, everything else is fine. But you, the, you, the puppet is, is kind of like where she crossed the line with you. Yeah, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, be the swan, be the swan. Scarlett Adams and you will have to hash this out. Yeah, if she gets eliminated soon, I'm I'm gonna have a word. All right, JoJo, um, Priyanka has a very special surprise for you. Ooh. I do. Yes, because I um, you know, being eliminated first off of a season could. Could cause some, you know, insecurity and maybe you're worried and all that stuff. But I want to let you know that you are a star no matter what you place in a reality TV show. And that drag is beautiful. And no matter where you do it, you've touched and you've educated and you've did you've 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 inspired. And I'm here to tell you that. So today earlier. I messaged my friend from Canada's Drag Race, Juicebox, who is also the first to be eliminated off of our season. And she sent you a little message. Hi, Jojo. This is Juicebox from Canada's Drag Race Season 1. I am so happy. Well, I'm kind of, I'm bummed because, like, you got eliminated, but I'm so happy that I have a new sister in the Pork Chop Kingdom in our exclusive little club. So welcome on in. I'm so happy that you're joining us. You're going to get your welcome package in the mail. Very excited for you. Um, but I'm here to give you a little bit of advice, here to give you a little shoulder to cry on. Um, something that I always thought of when I got yeeted off the stage brutally um, <laughs> was that Everybody always remembers the pork chop. Everybody rem- always remembers the girl who got voted out first. So I was just like, oh, I fucking love attention. So at least I'll always get that, you know? <laughs> and just remember that you're an icon now. You're a legend. You're the first girl to ever get eliminated from that franchise. And no one can ever take that away from you. So the rest of those girls can suck it. <laughs> So I hope that you're feeling good. I hope that you are feeling so proud of yourself. I think that you're stunning. And you know what? We were just too pretty for the main stage. So (laughs) that's their problem and not ours. (laughs) 
So I'm sending you so much love. Hope you're feeling legendary and iconic. And um, can't wait to perform with you on stage one day. Let's just give each other soft little kisses for the stage, you know? <laughs> Anyways, bye. Oh, that was, that was lovely. beautiful. Oh, you know, my sentiments exactly. You made history, as I'm going to pronounce it correctly this time, as the very first beer pie wara my queen <laughs> on the show. Yes. And that is, you cannot minimize that. I think you made history and you started a conversation. You brought us a culture that we, is unfamiliar to us as Americans, and that's what we want. We want to learn more. We want we want the world of drag to be expansive. So thank you for your performance. No, thank you so much. I absolutely, I'm still like in a whirlwind. Like, it, oh, that was a beautiful message. Ah, oh. uh, see, have it forever. if I didn't cry so You'll much on the first podcast. episode, I'd cry now. But I'm all cried out. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, we we tried, Alex. Well, Jojo, uh, to know, we want our listeners to know where they can find you on your social media. So you can find me on Instagram at Jojo underscore Zaho. You can find me on Twitter at Zaho underscore Jojo. You can find me on TikTok and my OnlyFans. No, <laughs> I don't have one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, honey. Not yet, honey. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so much fun. And a big congrats to Karen from Finance for winning this week's episode. Alec and I will be back next week with the Eliminated Queen from RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. If you want to watch that show, which you do, you can catch it on Wow Presents Plus, Stan Australia, and the BBC. The official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast is every Wednesday on the WOW Podcast Network. Don't forget to download and subscribe. Priyanka, where can people find you on your social? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Queen Priyanka, on Twitter, the Queen Pri. My YouTube channel just launched, youtube.com slash the Queen Priyanka. And also, very, very, very soon, you can catch your girl on WOW Presents Plus. I'll be talking about it next week. You can find me at Alec Mop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to me every week. I do a um, a mental health podcast called Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist. And, of course, my entire acting career is on every streaming platform. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Google Alec Mappa. Yes. You will find it. JoJo's a hoe. We're so excited that you joined us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you for having and me. And I, I can't, I can't wait to meet you in person. I hope that when I, when we finally do land in Sydney, um, you won't look at me across the bar like, "Who the fuck are you?" You'll remember us. <laughs> no, I will. I will buy you a drink and roll a, a J for Priyanka. <laughs> I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> Okay, and before we go, you you did an exit line on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, so you get the final word for this podcast. Take it away. Anything is possible if you let your fabriginality shine through. Bye! Bye! (laughs) This has been a World of Wonder production.